Hey everybody, welcome back to 9-4 Radio. Today I want to once again um, explore a, a concept or a topic. And today's, today's topic or concept is people can't get enough of something that almost works. So, uh, in context, to put that in some sort of context, um, you think of uh, playing slot machines. And when I was taking my uh, like 100 level psychology class, we learned about um, like dopamine and um, oxytocin and all those cool chemicals. And the the dopamine chemical in your brain is the the one that tells you to keep going. And we evolved and um, evolved with dopamine, and that was to keep us on the the road, keep us on the mile markers to you know to to get the thing right. If we're hunter gatherers, keep us on the game trail right to get that deer or that moose or whatever we're we're hunting so we could get food. It's that hey you're almost there, keep going. Hey you're almost there, keep going. And now that we're not necessarily hunting and gathering, um, it, that thing, that evolutionary thing that, uh, was so valuable as hunter gatherers is, it, it can be, it can facilitate some, some pretty significant destruction. And, and it's, it's from that concept of you people, humans, we can't get enough of what almost works. And I want to talk about it from a from a goals perspective. From those from those goals that you almost get but you don't get. Those goals that um or that advice that almost works but it doesn't work you know and and what it actually what it takes to get it like to get there and why it might be more comfortable to to continue the chase than to actually get the thing so I know that's a, a a lot of a lot of theory, uh, you know, a lot of theoretical ideas, and um, I want to get into some concrete um, examples because I am a big fan of of tangible, concrete things, and I want to talk about avoiding. Avoiding a solution and instead pursuing um, like pseudo solutions. I know that's like sound science. I can't, I can't think of like a better word, but like, um, so I, I look at, I look at someone who is, who continues to like lose and gain the same 10 pounds. And, or, or the, the person who has like an aspiration to, 
to set a goal for like a strength, uh, like a strength based goal or a, uh, like a run time, like, Hey, I, I want to run a 5k in 24 minutes, you know, and, or I want to, you know, I want to have a 200 pound back squat or whatever, you know, I, I want to, fit into these genes that I have. And instead of, instead of like having to, instead of doing the thing that's going to get them there, right? Uh, from my perspective, it, it's, it's coaching. A majority of people will gravitate towards the thing that almost gets them there. You know, so, so I look at information and I was in this boat, I was in this boat and didn't realize I was in this boat. And then when I got out, things made a lot more sense and it's not to, it's, it's not to, to like rain on anybody's parade, but it's just awareness. Not, not everybody's in, like, not everybody's in a position to get a coach. Not everybody's in a position to, to, to do the thing, you know, to, to take the steps, to take the action that, that's going to get them, that's going to work, to get them the solution, you know? And it's, in a lot of ways, you know, that self-sabotage and, like, continuing the shame cycle and, and all that, that's all based on the fact that we can never get enough of the thing that almost works. So let's talk about that. Um, for the longest time, I mean, fitness and human movement and nutrition and all that stuff, wellness, just I guess in general for like a big umbrella, it's always been a really like a hobby. I've always been interested, you know, and I, I think I've always, like since I was a kid, I was interested in that kind of stuff. And I've, I've dipped in and out of like being in pretty good shape or being in really good shape and then like not being in great shape. And it it all kind of depends on, I I think there's just seasons of life, you know? Um, and some of it's just like who you surround yourself with and and like what those you just end up taking on a lot of beliefs that like aren't necessarily the case so um i will go back to when i was uh, like my late 20s early 30s i um everybody like everybody that did my job you know in in the guard every every everybody that was in logistics everybody had a bad back everybody and I did everything. I did everything to compromise or like compensate and like um, remedies and fixes. I had all kinds of like inserts. I had all kinds like I had a I had a like a weird kind of kneeling desk. I had a I had a um, I had all of the gear to help me deal with the fact that I had a bad back except for 
addressing my bad back. Like addressing, and I like say bad bat, bad back. In air quotes, you can't see them, but I, they're there. Uh, I mean, you know, you got a, a, a kid in their 20s, you know, late 20s, early 30s that has a bad back. Well, I will tell you right now at 40, I just needed to get in shape. I, I just needed to, I needed to get the solution. The, um, I, I continued to look for remedies that I didn't have to put a lot of effort into. It takes not like, it took nothing to go buy the inserts that I saw in Shields or wherever, you know, um, Target or, you know, and then I, I tell you what, and then you got to get one for every pair of shoes and then, um, you got to figure out one that's going to work out for you. And at the end of the day, I spent literally, I mean, hundreds of dollars and years, I would say, honestly, from the time I was 28, 27, 28, until I was about 31, 32, I wasn't in like, I wasn't in great shape. Not super great shape. Um, I dipped in and out of being in pretty decent shape. But I... I never... I never took action and addressed what was wrong. I was only... Like, I was in passable condition. Um, but yeah, I had a, I had a bad back. And I... I I would say I definitely, like, not was concerned. I, I was never, like, super concerned. But I was sweating some of my, some of my um, like, PT tests, some of my uh, physical, physical fitness tests for the Army. And I will tell you right now, the ones, so when I, back in my day, um, Army uh, physical fitness standards are different now, but Two, two minutes of push-ups, two minutes of sit-ups, and a two-mile run. We're not, we're not asking anybody to move mountains. I needed to get God, like 17 push-ups and like 50, no more than like 55 sit-ups, and I needed to get my run in like 18 and a half minutes. So we're not breaking any land speed records. We're not like crushing uh, any kind of like muscular endurance. Um, but I will tell you right now that there were some, some, some of those times where I was, I was unnecessarily putting a lot of stress on me on those days because I was unwilling to do the thing that would actually be a solution. And looking back on it, I, I think it's because I saw enough progress for the moment but it was never lasting and it was never I never felt like I owned it I never felt like I owned that progress I always felt like I was almost getting away with something and it's interesting because I I think about it now and like that 100 percent falls right in line with the imposter, you know, the imposter, um, um, 
the idea of being an, imp- an imposter. I know it's not imposter syndrome. It's imposter something. Feeling like an imposter. We'll go with that. And, and in a lot of ways, I needed to... Once I took the action to to feel worthy to to own the to own the solution it happened and sometimes you got to hit rock bottom i know we talk about that a lot and sometimes you got to you have to change the people you you're surrounded by and that's super uncomfortable and i this is one of those episodes I I don't have an answer for, but I I definitely I definitely have questions and I definitely have have my own theories and I and and everybody has their own path. I want to I wanted to introduce this idea though. I think it's important. I think it's important for people to Take some time. Like I invite you to take some time and and ask yourself where like where are you settling? Where are you like where don't you feel worthy to to like pursue and own that solution? You know, I talk about people that are like gaining and losing the same ten pounds. And I don't mean like when you're maintaining your, you know, when you're at a, a point in your weight loss journey and you're just maintaining, you know, I, I want to maintain strength. I want to maintain flexibility and I want to like maintain my weight. I'm not super concerned. I'm not super concerned about losing. I just want to kind of maintain what I got. And that's a, it's a different conversation because you you don't have anything to feel bad for. You're not settling anywhere. And for some people that might be uncomfortable. Like what happens when you get to your goal weight and you've been there for 8 months? What happens when you um, when when you're when you are at a point where your normal regular tempo runs are the pace that that at one time was like your personal record you were, you strove and that was your personal record and now all of a sudden that's just your normal pace that's your I'm gonna go for a run it's gonna be a you know a 24 minute 5k or you know i'm going to to move you know i'm i'm going to go do some strength stuff just to feel good and move what happens when you know your your personal record back squat all of a sudden is like your solid 80% back squat you know and you're not try you know you're not striving to find like the gear that's going to get you there or the the uh, the strength cycle and whatever men's health or women's health or whatever recipes or new diet new fad diet there is on you know women's health or whatever Pinterest 
how does it feel? Like, and where have you gained that ground? Like, where have you gained and owned that ground? Because I, I bet you have done it. And you've just not given yourself credit for it. So, a very interesting bit of, um, I don't know, just a very interesting thing to chew on. The thing that, or sorry, we, we never get enough of the thing that almost works. And when you're ready to... Like, when you have that awareness, it's one thing. When you're ready to, to take that next step, do it. Find the thing. Ask somebody. The, and I'll tell you, the, the way that you know that you're, 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 doing, you know, you're doing the thing, you're not doing the almost thing, is it's going to feel very uncomfortable. So whatever that looks like for you, just know that that's how you know. It's going to feel exciting. It's going to feel uncomfortable. And that's okay. We'll catch you next time. Thanks.